Geek Tank Radio on 98.1 The Max. Welcome, everyone. We are the Geek Patrol, and our microphones don't have a stun setting. Today, we're joining you from an abandoned clown college. I mean, the horror movie writes itself here, Alan. It's like, uh, yeah, it's pretty it, That tracks. The basement yeah, I, I, uh, pretty the much horrible, sounds exactly where we're going to The part is walking up. through the entire um, of, uh, building devoted to my sister. Oh. It's, oh. Gets a little sentimental, man. right? Yeah, flashbacks. So, yeah. Okay. Brandon, this is right in your wheelhouse. I mean, no. Yes. No, it's not. Okay. I have had chlorophobia since I was four years old. This is not my place. It's called confrontational therapy. Yeah, so yeah. We're, well, we're helping Well, no, you. see, the problem is is that it's actually what it's called is an assault charge, Joe. <laughs> as, I, as I grew into adulthood, it went from being an irrational fear to an irrational, uh, you know, uh, aggression. And, you know, okay. I don't... So you, when you something for the pops nose, up, I'm just, waiting to see where Brandon puts in the new door. You aim, right. you aim for the nose, and you hear, you know, you get the sound effect. Like I said, the story writes itself. But anyway, welcome to uh, Geek Tank Radio, everybody. I'm Joe Thordeson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilbreth and our buddy Max over there behind the glass. And a special guest. Let's just throw him out there. Let's throw him into the water. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's a bus. Crawl our pal. Under. Josh Mason is joining us because How's it's going. That, hey, he's joining us in one of those little clown cars. Exactly. That's right. That's what he, I drove here. Yeah, <laughs> he rolled in because uh, Josh. Uh, boy, now you waited till the last minute to uh, get in here, but next weekend is the third annual Covington Comic Con. That is uh, correct. August twelfth yes. and thirteenth. Yes. Uh, Super excited about it. Yeah, so it's our third year doing it. We're going to have uh, some great guests as always. It's going to be at the Covington Civic Center in Covington, Tennessee. Yeah, and uh, so we're going to have Jeffrey Nodelman's going to be back. He was an animator on uh, the Batman the animated series. And then we've got uh, Santiago Cirillo, who I know y'all all know from Walking mm-hmm. oh, Dead. Yeah. And, We've uh, met. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Josh, uh, put a pin in the commercial. We're going to get to your segment oh, in yeah. a minute. <laughs> 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 We're going to have he to remind people from later. You, Joe. you know, you know how I love to promote you. Joe. He's like, he's looking at the clock. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get, you're going to get your shameless wow. promotion in, so don't worry. But. I, um, I, I can't believe you shut down promotion. No, we'll shut down promotion, Joe. <laughs> I'm all about setting the table properly here. So, but Brandon, I, I'm, I was gonna hey. throw it to you because in a minute, uh, well, let's just get to it now. You had sort of a topic that Josh, you're the person, the perfect person to you're, round table with. You're, you're and, the greatest guest to have here for this. And and let's start. Let's go all ahead. Right, Brandon. So, all right, we all know about my uh, my home troubles this year. Mm. And uh, while I was displaced, while they were rebuilding the house from the flood. Three months out of your uh, home. You know, I missed I missed Rex Manning Day, so I hadn't watched Empire Records yet this year. So I sat down the other day, and I'll start, I was like, you know, i got to watch this. And I start watching it, and I start thinking to myself, you know, everything about this movie, if I see it in a modern movie, it agitates me. I don't want to watch it. You know, this is garbage. But, but I'm addicted to this movie. It doesn't matter when it's on, where, where it's at. I can watch it on – they could do a – uh, sponsored uh, donation fundraising PBS version of Empire Records. I'm gonna watch the four hours it takes to watch this movie, and it got me thinking. We've all got those movies that that guilty pleasure or that comfort movie or song or TV show that it doesn't matter what it is. You will sit down if if it's on. You will sit down and you will watch it all the way through. Oh yeah, and uh, I know yours isn't the Last Jedi. No, one hundred percent not. No, which, which, speaking of, I, I have something I'll circle back to to talk to you about last year. But uh, no, for me, it would probably be like the first Transformers, Michael Bay. You know, I always got to go with Michael Bay. See, that see, would be my comfort. comfort see, you film. say first Transformers, I immediately think you know 
the 80s animated film. Yes. Well, that one too. Yeah, that would also which, be a good yeah. comfort movie. Yeah, that one, yeah. Uh, back, the first Back to the Future. But, but I really want to uh, get into the just the psychology of it, which is why we only allowed Alan in the studio today. Because <laughs> other than that, he's going to take us back to like, you know, stage plays in the 1400s that, you know, people watched on the regular. Brandon, you said something critical because I okay. think this is important to your premise. What you said was, these are things that would normally irritate me in any other movie or show. Right. but. It doesn't bother you. In fact, you have to watch it. So it violates storytelling principles, and yet you love it. Exactly. You okay. Because I got I got one right that comes to mind for me. Know. But yeah, and, and there's and probably then, psychological reasons. And the for thing all is, this, is so. that how many times have you been watching a movie like that, and you say, "Well, I watched such and such the other day," and someone looks at you, "You really like that?" Oh, and you're yeah. like, "Oh all yeah," the time. and then you go to tell them why you like it, and you can't express well, why you like it so much. I have a whole list of movies that I love that are just uh, objectively bad films that like people just don't <laughs> don't like, well, and yeah. like, and I understand why they don't like them, but it doesn't change my opinion. It's like I still like it. You well, know, well, well, I mean, that's the, that's it. the No More Sorrows trilogy, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm saying terrible <laughs> film series, but I love it. You know, Alan loves it. I'm <laughs> a little fond of that one. Yeah, myself. he's a little yeah, fond so. of that one. So. Yeah. And by the way, I can walk yeah. again now. Yeah. So, oh, that's know, good. That's it only good, took you know, like 10 years. Of the honey <laughs> they're, they're, now you're making me analyze this stuff, Brandon. Well, that's the that, whole point of this is to get your brain flowing on a Sunday morning. I'll, I'll throw one out there. I watched it, and Josh, this is this will be interesting to you, maybe. Um, do, you guys, do you guys ever watch comic book, the movie that Mark Hamill made? It was back in 2003 or something I've like that. Heard, I, heard. I, I it's have, a mockumentary. Yeah. Okay. He goes to Comic-Con with a bunch of people and... Whatever it's okay, so it's it's all these yeah. famous cameos. I come in, I have seen this and I've watched it many times, and I do blame you for this because this was a this was the movie that you mentioned to me when we were first meeting, and we were talking about putting together the MCFC. Right, you were talking about you know how it's there's a little bit of inspiration from the in you know well the the downright stupidity that was in was in that movie, and I sat down and watched it. I was like, these are my people. Well, this was back in the day. So basically, uh, uh, Mark Hamill's character is a guy named Ron or Don Swanson, and he uh, he's a comic book nerd, and he's an expert on Commander uh, Commander Courage. Who, whatever, he's a 1940s character. They're making a modern movie update of him, and they want him to do the promotion. But it's a bunch of sleazy uh, Hollywood types. They've changed the character. They've made him kind of awful, and it's a mockumentary. And they go to the whole the whole thing is spent basically at comic con and it's really a bad movie it is not well made but i love it i've watched it I've, i I could quote every line in that movie i don't know why it's a comfort food movie but it right. also sort of irritates you when you watch it i don't know so hey, it's just it's it just it was the thing oh. that the 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 question popped into my head while i was watching empire records the other night and i was just like i could never explain to somebody why it is i like this movie because by all you know, uh, facets of my being, I shouldn't. Mm. Okay. Hey, all of us have one. I, I'm I'm kind of shuddering to hear what Alan's is. Uh, oh, mine's easy. Fifth element. Okay. Well, <laughs> d you know, we'll get on packet. Max, you even have one that's terrible. Don't tell us. See, I'm not going to tell you. Because Max, has, I even have a little snippet from the movie. Max has one that I I question his sanity because it is an awful movie. <laughs> I mean, and yet, and yet, I I've heard he watched. Are it Josh and I kid. in it? All right. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. So we're going to continue our deep dive into that, and then we're going to talk to our buddy Josh Mason when we come back here on Geek Tank Radio. You're listening to Geek Tank Radio on 98.1 The Max. Captain Kirk just swung a flying leg kick through his radio. The Geek Patrol is back. 
Uh, okay. I mean, this is where Alan critic critic critiques his technique. He's like, you should have put a little bit more core into it. Yeah, you'll get it and go. Oh, that was awful. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can break your knee. Talk about overkill. <laughs> and welcome back to uh, Geek Tank Radio, everybody. I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends uh, Alan Gilbreth and our buddy Max behind the glass and Brandon Olmstead, who I'm not looking at because I can see his his evil stare boring a hole through the back of my head with that awful <laughs> rejoiner. And our friend no, Josh no. Mason from the Covington Comic Con. Yeah. So. I'm going to tell you, the rejoiner, this rejoiner didn't bother me at all. Oh, okay. Um, all right. I will, I will question our producer's choices because he was talking about, about having a, uh, a snippet from his movie. So I was expecting that instead of a rejoiner. No, no, we do things properly around here. No, so you don't. Hey, Josh, uh, if you're just tuning in, folks, Josh is here because in a minute we're going to learn more about uh, Covington Comic Con, the third annual Covington Comic Con, which uh, Josh went from being a convention attendee to a convention supporter to now a full convention founder. Just because, didn't I'm, have because I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, didn't have no pain in your life. Is exactly. That was the, yeah. He drank all the Kool-Aid and Ooh, he wants more. Yeah. So, <laughs> Hey, but before the break, Brandon, you were you brought up sort of an interesting topic. I've really been mulling it over in my mind, and it was well, more I mean, or less why, did, why are there certain movies or maybe shows that we love objectively they're just bad but we well, don't care well, well no that's the problem i mean they're not even just objectively bad some of them are amazing movies like alan mentioned the fifth element it's well, an, liking amazing, an amazing movie it's is a, not it's, a big it's an amazing feat. movie but it is his comfort movie where if he comes in and it's the like the last four and a half minutes he's still gonna watch it and yeah. then watch through the credits i just thought of another one the 1993 mario brothers movie i love it Terrible movie. Everyone hates it. Oh, it is truly epically bad. Yeah, it's epically bad. I love the 1993 But I will still watch those two morons (laughs) run through that thing. Right. Oh, my gosh. You know, which actually makes me question a few things about you, Josh. (laughs) Uh, Not about loving that movie, but some of the the choices you made when you made a sequel to this movie. I did. I did. It was very successful, too. It was arguably better than that movie. I won't disagree with that at all. But could you get Bob Hoskins? This is what I want to uh, Sadly, no. Sadly, oh, check. No. <laughs> we tried, but but maybe it's I don't I don't really know why, but maybe uh, art connect. It's it's just really there's an emotional connection, whether it's well done or badly done. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be some psychological reason, and I can kind of give the reason behind why I like my movie that I watch can okay. watch Emma through. It's the 1994 obscure Chris Elliott film Cabin Boy, and you get such <laughs> gems like this little clip. I know what you're thinking. What could be stranger than a big, fat-ass, floating cupcake? Can we say that? On the yeah, yes, we're on the max, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that one. Yeah, Is that Cap- the puppet Cabin animation Boy thing? Was... Cabin Boy was a horrible movie. Now, right? you know why I like it, though? What? I remember the way that we found the movie. I think it was at some, like, dollar store... And it was like in the DVD pile, and it's like Cabin Boy. That's interesting. So we just picked it out and we watched it, and we actually kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, but you, Max, you watched this when you were a kid. Exactly. I don't know what your parents were thinking, but also, well, I don't think it, you, you know you have lower standards I mean, when you're younger. So it's like at this point, I've met Max's parents, and you know there's something wrong with his dad. Oh, they're, they're <laughs> idiots. You know, but but the thing about Cabin Boy, there, it's funny because that movie has. I'd say about five minutes of some of the funniest gags there are, and then the rest is just boring. And but the thing goes is, is it's forever. like a cult classic. It's like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. There's like people who like it that for the reason that it's terrible. I guess yeah. that's what it is. Well, well you know, it, nostalgia uh, plays a big factor in a lot of that too. Just mm-hmm. like the the Mario movie I was saying that right. I liked. Like if I was to watch that now for the first time, I would hate it. Yeah. But because I watched it when I was a kid, a kid, I liked it. Yeah. yeah. 
that's got to be the connect. Okay, mm -hmm. you 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 just brought up something. Now, hang on, you just you, I think I think the common thread I'm hearing here is because even comic book the movie, which is the one I'm going mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. it's all about stuff I read as a kid. It's all about mm -hmm. comic books and 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 Ron Swan Don Swanson is basically or Don Swan, that's his name, is basically a grown-up version of what I was when I was nine. So, okay. Right. Um, and, and now I don't know where uh, this lands with Alan, because when he was a kid, they didn't even have movies. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to step back, though, and I'm going to tell you, I've seen that movie. I saw that movie uh, 14 years ago, uh, maybe 15 years ago, and it was all your fault. And the truth of the matter is you're that character now. Okay, you're talking about uh, comic book the movie. Yeah, you're right? Don Swan now. Go watch it, folks. You probably watch it for free on YouTube. But, oh, yeah. Uh, all right, Alan. So the common thread that we're finding here is childhood imprinting something on your childhood. Well, but. and there is a huge study in Hollywood that was coming out just as the strikes were beginning about why Hollywood keeps making the same thing over and over and over again. And that's because we keep paying for the same thing over and over and over again which is why a character like the Batman is so popular is that every 10 to 15 years, he's the next generation's childhood reminisce. You know, you saw, you saw a Batman movie 15 years ago. There's a new one coming out or Superman or a werewolf movie or even at this point, a Godzilla movie. Is that a similar premise to why they keep resurrecting Robin Hood every few decade or so? Well, it, it's a certain amount of comfort that comes with a character that you don't necessarily have to learn about. See, also, Robin Hood see, is in I, the public I think we've domain. Gone too far, so. right. I think we've gone too far into the exposition behind it and less about, you know, the fact that, you know, I still want to know more of what uh, certain other individuals in this room, there are other comfort things. Like, tell me a show you can't you can't live without. I, that everybody else hates. Um, there's a show. Well, there's there's a hmm. That's a good one. Well, I don't know if you could say everybody hates it, but like the 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 1960s Spider-Man cartoon is objectively bad in terms of how it's made, and yet it's okay. one of the greatest. That I will always watch that if it's. I, I liked the final season of Game of Thrones, which I know is a big. <laughs> most people hated it. I was like, I thought it was fine. I enjoyed it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but you hated the Batman too. Uh, that's true. You that's and true. I are. Yeah. Gonna so, yeah. I mean, so, 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 all right. What did you say, Max? I would no. I was just kind of thinking: Is this a similar premise? Like for me, it's like. There are certain animes that are your favorite, but at the same time, they might not necessarily be the best. Like, Violet Evergarden and Attack on Titan are top-tier animes, but maybe one of them, you know, like, my favorite isn't huh. among those. Huh. Well, you know, you think about the, the, the two of them you just hit. One of them is going to appeal to a certain audience, and the other one's going to appeal to, like, the other end of the spectrum. But you appreciate the art behind them, so, I mean, you're going to find the love in all. If I'm going to make a uh, armchair psychologist analyzation, though, if that's a word, you'll have to wait until I we come back from the break. No, I think it's to that. do with uh, childhood uh, imprint, imprinting, nostalgia, so, nostalgia, all that. I'll, stuff. I'll counterpoint that in a minute. Okay, uh, we'll do that, and then of course we got to let Josh talk about the uh, Covington Comic Con coming up. Uh, never mind. You're listening to Geek Tank Radio on 98.1 The Max. Put the disintegrator down and step away from the radio. The Geek Patrol is back. That's me with the controls. It's like, please let me destroy these controls. There's a there's a message. There's a theme evolving today. Radio <laughs> destruction. We don't want that, man. Are you being sponsored I, by a radio manufacturer I, or something? I, I can think, either confirm or deny. I think Max is trying to gear up for a vacation. 
don't know. <laughs> I'm going to burn this stuff if you don't let me take time off. If yeah. there's no board, I can't work. You see the logic here, gentlemen? Yeah. Right. Uh, Speaking of logic, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna uh, step away and I'm going to counterpoint your idea that it's all about childhood. Well, hold on. I didn't no. even tell people who, who are tuning in. Welcome back to Geek Tank <laughs> Radio, know. everybody. I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Alan Gilbreth and our buddy Max behind the glass and the interrupting Brandon Olmstead. <laughs> and also our pal Josh Mason we're with gonna, uh, the Covington Comic Con. And uh, it, it, things are getting a little heated we're in gonna here, spend, We're going to spend three minutes of our seven-minute segment reintroducing everybody. Well, hey, I always people, love the chaos. Oh, no. Every time I come on the show, Everybody it's just chaos, knows. and I love every second. But AI will never replace this. <laughs> no, job. that's right. Because you need artificial stupidity to take over for us. People are always waking up and tuning in, Brandon. You gotta, you know. Anyway, you had an interesting right. premise, and right. I feel like we we didn't probe the psychological right. depths like we want to. But it was basically oh, it's not the probes. Why do we? We all have these yeah. movies. They're they're pretty. They're, there's usually a lot of flaws, or they're badly made, or something, and shows, and yet we love them, and we'll watch them. Every time, if we come across them, we're going right. to, or even go out of our way to watch them. And we've, we've been sharing some of ours. Alan, the one you shared, though, is actually a good movie. No, it's not. Element. Oh, no, is it's it? Not. I've never seen it. So. You, uh, oh, Partly because that, that oh. should disqualify for you from even hosting the show <laughs> or being a guest or running a convention. Well, oh my gosh. I, have a, I, have a, I have a justified history. Brandon in the past, has purposely recommended movies that he knew I would hate, and now I'm traumatized, and I'm like, I don't I trust your judgment at all. I and did. I, he I, thought it was funny I, to I, do that. I, I, like, I thought it was hilarious to I see him good and money. Laura Johnson to see Terminator Genesis. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I figured I had to sit through it. This could get some good fodder. Somebody. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah it's fabulous. But no, it's just... You you mentioned the idea of it being rooted in our childhood. Now, I think I, it is. I won't deny that because, you know, Josh's, you know, Mario Love, comes from him being a kid. Max is 12, so, you know, it's like anything, you know. Right. <laughs> but I was 18 when I saw Empire Records. That's still Another show enough, that is a, a show, an anime that, I, you know, does is the same way for me is Trigun. I was an adult when I saw that. Okay, I'm sorry. No, okay. Well, let me clarify. I... I was an adult when I saw comic book the movie. I was in my well into my thirties or so, but it harkened back to things that were right out of my childhood. Yeah, the closest. So that's the thing, I was gonna say the know. closest thing Empire Records has to uh, you know my childhood is I did glue change to the floor for someone to try and pick up before, and I love records. Okay, uh, but nothing in, nothing from Trigun is my childhood. The thing <laughs> is though is like it doesn't have to necessarily be rooted in childhood nostalgia. It could just be rooted in nostalgia. So. The good positive feelings that we like, we associated with the positive feelings that we had. Fill in the blank, particular age. Hmm. I don't right. know. Well, hey, Josh, uh, when did Hellfest come out? Oh, that's a great question that I do not know the answer to. <laughs> that's yeah. one. Of, that's another one. Of hey, them. we have Google though. That's uh, another one of them. I can't. I, this movie should be one of those horror movies that I just like left on the shelf. Well, it's I like will, watching the tire or I something will, like that. Well, Rubber's that's an a great, amazing. That's movie. a great movie. Come on, man. Now, Brandon, <laughs> Rubber's the greatest movie ever. There's probably, <laughs> I don't know, a good 30 episodes of the variety of Star Treks out there that I'll, it's the same way. Like for me, in The Pale Moonlight, which is a Deep Space Nine episode, I could I could watch that episode and then rewatch it again. One, I mean, I never get tired of that episode. Right. It's, and so, but, but I don't the know. Big, the, the big questioning factor here is, can you explain to people why you like that episode? No, because there's no... There's literally no act. There's not one fight scene. There's no. It's almost all talking, which is one of my big complaints. Yeah, you, and yet, yeah. it is brilliant. It's awesome. So yeah. you know, see, whatever. and that that's where that's where the question lies. And I, I put it out to our audience. You know, 
Contact us. Let us know what yours is, and tell me if you can explain why it is you like this movie. What is your pet poison? And yeah, I'd like to conclude with a quote by Blaise Pascal, the famous philosopher, to answer your question. Okay. The heart has its reasons, which reason knows not. Boom. Oh, take, Drop your, the mic. take your philosophy back to tool talk, Max. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can't do any better than that, Max. Wow. Well done. Let's shift gears. Uh, Josh, we brought you in. Let's grind the gears at this point. It's interesting. Whenever you hit the year three of an event, it's like, where did the time go? Well, if you think about it, it's only two years difference. You have year one to year two, which is one year. Then you get to year three. It's only a two-year span. That's true. Yeah. But in the span of two years, you're going on a number three. A third event. Right? Third Covington Comic Con. It's the new math. And, uh, Josh, we didn't really introduce you very well. But we've known you since – well, I've known you since the early days, since uh, – the 2012 Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention, where you came as an attendee. That's right. Within My a first year con two, ever, you yeah. were volunteering, and soon you were you're in the thicket. We we get a lot of uh, you know you help us a lot with the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention, but then you went off and started <laughs> your own convention. So. Yeah, so now we're excited about it. It's uh, it's weird this year because uh, like I told you guys, I'm less stressed about it because it's the third year and we had a really successful first two years. Oh, that happens. So, yeah. uh, but this year, yeah, we're going to be back at the Covington Civic Center. Um, it's only ten dollars per day to get in $15 if you want to do both days both Saturday and Sunday and we have a lot of great guests back like I said Jeffrey Nodelman uh Santiago Cirillo who's off the walking dead and uh a lot of exciting things we're gonna have a game room this year it's our first huh? first year doing a game room so that's oh. kind of exciting yeah and uh un unfortunately Are you it in the basement uh, no, we're putting it in the attic. We've got it upstairs. That's awesome. <laughs> That's where it's going to be at. Really? So. Better be air conditioned up there, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. AC throughout the whole building, trust me. Okay. It's not so, the air conditioning. It's the air exchange. Right. Game, That's right. right. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a little so, funky in there. Yeah. Well, don't smell any worse than writers. Yeah. So well, you're adding that. That's cool. Yeah, a lot, a lot of exciting things to look forward to. We want it to move to a bigger location this year. However, a tornado swept through Covington and put it into to that idea. Yeah, it, it ate your bigger location. It, it did. Yeah, yeah, the tornado literally ate the larger location. So yeah. we're, we're back at the Civic Center, which is fine. It's still a great location. It was great to us last year, and uh, it's still plenty of space. So, yeah. you know. Are they rebuilding that? Because I know at some point, Josh, you're going to have to get a bigger, you know. Oh, just like yeah, they need yeah. a bigger boat, you need a bigger Well, uh, yeah. there, there are discussions, without me saying too much, about some people that are in our inner circle potentially building a expo center in Tipton County. So uh, well, I mean, something that we're going to be looking be awesome. at. I mean, at doesn't, doesn't yeah. your brother brother own that city at this point at this point between me and him with all the businesses we own yeah i would say about 50 percent of the businesses right. are, are and about 25 percent belongs to his pig the that's right yeah. yeah yeah your brother brother jerry mason is the kicking lawyer so as you're pulling into covington which is about what 45 minutes from it's about 45 minutes away yeah. you start seeing the billboards you yeah start, lots, you guys own lots of town. billboards pretty much yeah we're, we're called the mason mafia around, mm. around covington covington's <laughs> a quaint town it's got that home that you know hometown feel and it's a lot of fun so we're going to uh, unpack that more when we come back here on Geek Tank Radio. You're listening to Geek Tank Radio on 98.1 The Max. May the odds be never in their favor. The Geek Patrol is back. Probably for the best. I mean, <laughs> you got to rein things in and, you know, we don't want it to get out of that hand. depends on how you stack the deck. Let's just be honest. We're more like cockroaches. <laughs> nuclear, <laughs> nuclear war happens. We're going to still be here. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, whatever that. Weird. I'd like I to was, see the post-apocalyptic radio station. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, okay. Uh, whatever. Welcome back to... Uh, <laughs> the fact that Joe doesn't get that just makes me smile all the more. <laughs> I don't know how we got from the Hunger Games to cockroaches to broadcasting. As Brandon, Josh, and I go, you know, we've got a podcast we got to do now. <laughs> yeah, why don't we keep working here, folks? Uh, uh, welcome back we to uh, Geek Tank Radio, everybody. We're entertaining the masses. 
I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends uh, Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilbreth, our buddy Max over there behind the glass, and uh, our good pal Josh Mason, founder of uh, Covington Comic Con. Well, Josh, you wear many hats. You're also a filmmaker. You're also a longtime supporter and, uh, you know, friend of the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention. That's right. But you don't get to do as much filmmaking at Covington Comic Con, right? Because you're busy, right? Right. Yeah, it's the only con that, because, you know, I I always do these cosplay music videos at all the other cons, like at MCFC. And then uh, my own convention is the one convention that I don't get to do a cosplay music video for because I'm too busy running the convention. So uh, it's kind of ironic in a a weird way. But, yeah, no, I wear wear one or two hats. I do one one or two things here or there. (laughs) Well, uh, you got, so I'm I'm assuming all the vendor space, everything's sold out, Everything. This is actually the, we measured it out yesterday we were in the location measuring it out and we have just enough space to fit everybody in and we maxed out the vendor spaces we have more vendors than we've ever had before and awesome. uh, we we cannot accept anyone else because it's yeah. uh yeah it's it's all sold out so you're just gonna be in the parking lot right yeah <laughs> no, well, look, we were, van, we yeah. were having those discussions yesterday we we're like are, are we gonna have to fit but no we we got them all fit where everybody's inside but we we were for a second they're getting a little worried because we were like did we overbook but no we're, we're good got plenty of space for everybody yeah but josh speaking of the parking lot you you have things actually happening outside that's, too. that's right? right we have food trucks um we hope to have a couple of pop culture cars i don't think we'll have as many this year um, because as we discussed, our, our friends, the Ghostbusters, are having some mechanical issues with the, the Ecto-1, but I, I believe the Jurassic Park Jeep is still going to be there. Cool. And so we'll have, we'll have some fun things going on outside for everybody, too. I like that you got food available. And, and you know, yeah. plus you can walk the town square. That's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. You got to tell uh, the ice cream shop to stay open this time, though. Oh, yeah. Well, so, you know, Tara, <laughs> who owns the ice cream shop, is, is one of the co-founders of the Comic-Con, and so uh, I'm sure she'll, she'll have things going on there. And then my brother owns the Cellar restaurant which is just off the square and they're going to have some like after party type events going on with some musicians and things like that oh, that's so you, fun. you can go over there and get your your eat on and your drink on while listening to music after the comic-con and so plenty plenty of stuff to keep people occupied both before and after the event and it's yeah. 10 bucks i mean only ten dollars super affordable price for everything because it's awesome. essentially if anybody's been to mcfc it's sort of the same experience only condensed down so if you if you've been to mcfc and you've enjoyed mcfc then i think you would enjoy our our convention so josh what have you learned in the last two years of organizing a convention like what are things that you just mistakes you'll never repeat and ones that you see the getting a venue without air i would say yes that's (laughs) definitely one i would say that's um, right year one there was no air conditioner there was no air conditioner well it was minimal air conditioner so that was a big one uh and then last year we had the audio issues where we had the panels in the same room as the vendor room right and the mics and acoustics were terrible we fixed that this year so the panels are in their own separate room separate from vendor room so that was a big one we learned and then there was um one lesson we learned where we had uh, booked vendors and in spaces that were just slightly smaller than what we had originally uh, planned, and so yeah. we fixed that. And we're like, no, no, no. Whatever we promised the vendors is what they're getting because we had you know a, one or two vendors that were a little upset with us over that. So it's always you know it's all a learning experience each time you do it, and you get better and better each year. So this year we've learned from our previous errors here and there and getting better but everybody seems to have enjoyed the con the first two years so i think well oh, it's fun one. man and it's a good shopping experience too oh yeah there's plenty plenty of comic book vendors we've got marvin's comics will be there loot's collectibles out of atoka hall of heroes you know all, a lot of the same ones we've had from previous years will be back. cool cool one yeah. thing i've noticed about with you know with organizing event the one thing i've learned josh for myself on a personal level is just 
time is it's there is a relentless clock going and you have you you may think oh I, before i go set up this room i'm going to go talk to my buddy cliff about you know from the sa right. you cannot do that you cannot no. every minute has to be budgeted and you can't drag your feet because if that room ain't ready right you're, you're in trouble and then it and then it messes you up for the next thing, and it's a snowball effect. And if you don't manage your time correctly, it's you're a lot, in lots big of multitasking. Trouble. And that yeah. first initial couple of hours of setup when the vendors are first arriving is probably the most chaotic. But yep. you know, we 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 get through it, <laughs> and I think it it always turns out uh, to be a really fun event for everybody. And the vendors have seemed to be happy the past couple of years, along with all the guests and attendees. Yeah, they're selling some stuff, man. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 interesting the things you learn though running one and you learn and the things right. you learn about yourself. Yeah, and and one of the main yeah. things we try to do with our convention is we try to keep the vendor room as diverse as possible as far as the types of things we have. So it's got you know it's got comic books, it's got arts and crafts, it's got your pop culture items, but we try to have something there for everybody. We don't want our vendor room to turn into just a you know same thing at every single booth. Right, and so uh, that's something we really focused on this year was making sure we had diversity across the types of items you can buy there you get a lot of people there and it's you know i'll tell you this so if you're coming from memphis i i love that drive i like just jumping on uh what is it 51 and just yep. cruising along it's kind of yep. out in the country a bit yeah, if you stay on 51 you'll you'll hit covington whether you want to or not <laughs> yeah you can't really get lost that's right no that's right yeah. and then you you bring people in from north i mean you get a lot of attendance for a small town yeah. con convention well that, that was kind of the the genius i think of it that we didn't realize was going to happen but i think we were hoping would happen which was the first two years we brought in people from memphis from Dyersburg, from Jackson, and so all these different communities that surround Covington, we pulled people in from all these different cities and towns, and it it together combined made for a really busy comic convention. And so uh, hopefully we can match that and do that again this year. Hey Josh, wait, get, give the dates. How do they get tickets? Uh, uh, next weekend, August twelfth and thirteenth, tickets are available online now. If you go to the Covington Comic Con website or Covington Comic Con on Facebook, you can purchase tickets there. And we also have a merch shop up. Where you can go ahead and buy your T-shirts and merchandise and things like that. Yeah, you got an embroidered uh, polo shirt. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty fancy, man. Yeah, I don't have those, you can even so. get one that's got a budget Batman and creepy panda guy or mascots on it. So. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and that's yeah. where he loses us all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that. So, well, Josh, we can't wait, man. So we're less than a week. Well, no, we're a week away exactly. exactly. So we'll exactly. be there too, folks. Don't let that deter you. But uh, and Alan, I would have to believe we'll probably have some swag. We'll have swag, Brandon, definitely promoting the convention. Nah, so. I don't know anything about that. All right. Whatever it is, <laughs> it's, is what it is. But uh, There's guys, candy and postcards. We got to get out of here. The show's over. Mm. So until next week, we are the Geek Patrol, and I am Joe Thorderson. I'm Alan Gilbreth. I'm Maximilian. I'm Josh Mason. And I'm Brandon Olmstead reminding you, don't judge us by our comfort movies, but stay away from Cabin Boy. <laughs>